I am Who Man. <laughs> Call me Doctor Who Man. Or I have a power of Grayskull. <laughs> <laughs> I live in a very normal town called Cityburg, and we have a church and a bookstore and no tentacles. And I drive an automobile car. <laughs> this is Quid Pro Roll, a fantasy live play adventure where a party of unlikely heroes embark on a quest to bring dragons back to their world. So, um, a little recap real quick. Um, I'm in the, uh, fortune teller's tent, uh, just sleeping. I guess everybody else went to bed, and then they came out and searched, and then went to bed again. I, I really wasn't there for that part, but, uh, yeah, I'm in this tent. So, let's go. The dawn rises in Karar, and you all wake up within your respective hotel rooms, except for Eek, who does not. Eek. Eek doesn't wake up. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Eek, you wake up to the oh. smell of a rich soup that's sort of sitting on a pallet next to you. Um, that's called cereal. Eek knows so, like so it's a meaty like stew. Uh, Go on. Not really, not really oatmeal or anything like that. It's made of carrots and potatoes. You think there's bacon in it? There's huge chunks of beef. Eek's definitely gonna to kind of sit up and uh, grab that, that bowl of soup and grab a spoon. <laughs> Why are you dip sounding that like spoon this? spoon into that soup. This is my shtick. <laughs> grab a, a big spoonful of that soup and open his mouth. Why are we doing this play-by-play? Because soup gives eek the doki doki. I don't like this. The 30, the 25, the 20. For those of you who were on the Discord saying that you ship eek and soup, I hope you were aware of the monster you created. (laughs) What what do you mean they eek loves soup? You can't take that away from him. That's who he is. Thank you. The rest of you wake up in your respective in rooms. Well, not in, but... Champions Our House Airbnb. Rooms. Yeah, your 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 Karar Airbnb. Uh, the sunlight filters in not as harshly as you would expect, though you do hear some sad groans from Alita's room. I was gonna say that sunlight's pretty harsh for somebody. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what I could really use is a big old bowl of soup. <laughs> what? You can use a what now? It's a morning bowl of soup. Who eats soup in the morning? Man, if Eek were here, he totally would have a huge bowl of soup. I bet he'd have enough to share, even. So not to be rude, but is your friend dead? I hope not. Quite possibly. (laughs) No, he's fine. He's probably gathering soup ingredients as we speak. So I'm just going to go ahead and start popping into the kitchen making breakfast. Guys, I should probably have dice for this tabletop role-playing game. I'll be right back. There's so many dice on this table. You can't make me. Also, I hope your dice rolled nothing but crit fails today. A man's gotta have his dice. Yes. So we are in the champion's house. (laughs) Is there a jacuzzi in this house? There is no. Why would there be a jacuzzi? Because you are fighting in a rink. You come back, you have tight muscles, you wanna jump in and soak them out. In a rink? (laughs) I'm I'm in the figure skating competition. I don't know what you guys are doing. Wrestling on ice. Figure skate to the, the death. ocean var capades. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I would really love to see some jousting, but like on skates. Yeah. No, no, jousting. 
but the horses are on skates. Oh, even better. Whoa. <laughs> that would be such a nightmare. Anyway, so you're in the uh, Karar Airbnb. Uh, Warren has just left to fry everyone up breakfast. Boat, who did not get terribly inebriated the previous night, is very chipper in the morning, and I'm going downstairs for some coffee. Oh, okay. also going to get some coffee. I'm excited. I'm beginning my life as an intellectual. Someone. Give me something. <laughs> for my head. Didn't you, didn't you fall? I, I wouldn't know, but I heard you fell out of a window yesterday. I didn't know. That was graceful. It's on, it's on all the blogs in the household. <laughs> oh, you know what? Actually, since we're kind of champions at this event, there's got to be some sort of press that's covering it. How great would it be if they just got some... <laughs> Nelson Moses is standing outside the house. <laughs> Late last night, one of our champions, drunk, fell out of their window. You'll never guess which one. Oh, no, you all guessed it. It was Selena. And Nelson Moses is clearly going to stand outside of the champion hut housing Solana. <laughs> oh, God. No. I don't know if you remember that interview, I do. Josh. I do remember that interview. And Why oh are you saying Josh? No. So you, all are, <laughs> so you all are going downstairs for coffee, except Solinar, who's feeling sorry for himself. Uh, you hear slight, soft, sad groans as the stairs creak as Alita kind of comes downstairs. Her cloak hood is pulled up over her eyes. Well, yeah, we don't want to get blinded. She's wearing her mask. Yeah. I'm going to presume that at this point I've got a cup of coffee. Yes, yeah, so I'm, you can sip it, like, paternalistically. Yeah, and I'm sitting there uh, at the table, and I'm watching her, like, creak her way down the stairs. I stay quiet, just sipping a couple sips till she gets to the bottom of the stairs. Does she? Is she turning to go into the kitchen? Yeah, she's, she's like, she's moseying. So she has to walk, like, right past me? Yeah. All right, she walks, as she gets, like, right parallel with me, she's like, Hey, how you doing? <laughs> What's your AC? Yeah, roll a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> 15. <laughs> All right, she crit failed. Uh-huh. Oh, that sounds right. <laughs> yeah. So Alita tries to summon vines to smack you reflexively and mm. hits herself in the face. <laughs> uh, that, that, you know what? Now you have to roll a constitution saving throw. <laughs> like, you better watch it. Get your, uh, get your faculties back before you start trying to mess around. And that's when I told him, king me. How do you enjoy doing this to yourselves? This is the worst. You'll notice that I did not. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually mostly asking Solinar. Uh, uh, there is no Solinar. He hasn't come down yet. I'm bringing him coffee. There, is, there is no Solinar. Only Zul. <laughs> <laughs> Only pain. That's a nat 20 for stealth. Solinar is in the kitchen now. <laughs> Wait, you have to roll that at disadvantage for sure. Dang it. Even with a nat 20? Uh, especially with an at 20. Yeah, because his I other role was a so three. Much. This is, it's always when you call it. You, always, always when you call it. It is the worst possible role. It's a blessing and a curse. You're an animal. So we all see that Solonar's in the kitchen. Yeah, no, he will go, Solonar does he fall out of a window to get to no, the kitchen? It's, <laughs> it's an eight. Jesus. No, Solonar is like trying to sneak but it's also midday or like mid morning, so it's pretty obvious that he's there. He doesn't, doesn't. I'm so upset about this. I'm so frustrated. Um, so he's completely visible as he sn sneaks into the kitchen. Uh, and then, are there eggs? There will be once Warren is done cooking. Warren's though. cooking. No, no, raw eggs. Not that you will not have to wrestle away from Warren. 
Well, everyone, I brought coffee up to Solonar's room, but it seems that he, during the night, must have snuck off in order to, uh, I don't know, achieve some sort of uh, ulterior goal. He's probably looking for Eek. I'll, I'm going to go out and try to find him. What am I rolling? I would assume if you're trying to steal them sleight of hand, okay. at disadvantage. Uh, 12. 14. So he takes his spatula and smacks your hand away from it without sort of breaking what he's doing. Warren, I will stab you right now. You <laughs> let me have an egg. You are not the first man who has threatened me with that. Sit down, you will have breakfast. You don't need raw eggs, you need grease. Are there any, like, morning, like, uh, chronicle or newspaper or anything in this in this town? In the this, Daily Crier. In this tribal desert jungle area? No. Uh, yeah, no, it's the Daily Crier. And also it is delivered uh, by a boy comes up to the front door. He knocks, and uh, you go to open the door with your coffee, and he goes, <laughs> The Daily Crier publication is a Larian. And he continues on. It could be. It could just be like a broadsheet. Yeah, it's like a front and a back, and that's like, it. It's just for the. It's just for the. The like I want to see if there's news about any any like maybe like check the police blotter see if the increased, in the increased uh, number of people here for the games has created any sort of crime situation, um, like any stories. Are there about protesters? Any profiles of like there's notable not, athletes? There's not. A newspaper at the door. There's no, t- there's, there's no story about like a one-legged runner or something I'm, who's no. who's a champion. I want to be inspired. Did, did somebody read about crime? There is, there's, there is nothing. All right. Like well, that. Boat's just gonna sit on the porch, drinking his coffee, staring into the sky, imagining the clouds are telling him stories about the doings of the day. Well, oh, you're adding my childhood. All right. So Warren is going to serve up plates of like huge steaks of like salted ham and eggs and buttered toast, and he's just gonna be like, "Hey, grease. This will help." Help what? That those two who oh. were, who were a little knackered. Do I get one too? Yeah, he made him for all of okay. you. Okay. This isn't my usual method, but we'll see. We'll see. You'll be less grumpy if you eat. Solinar, half-lidded, eyes bloodshot, stares at Warren. Warren's just, like, charmingly sort of like, <laughs> ah. Cockney chimney sweep over there, <laughs> Dick Van Dyke. His mohawk and his five foot six. Wait, he has a mohawk? I didn't yeah. know that. Wait, is he five foot what? six with or without mohawk? His mohawk is short. Oh, because I was going to say he had, like, he better look like the guy who was the punk who was on the bus in Star Trek 4. No, he has a, <laughs> he has a short mohawk. So he's like Mr. T. Uh, yes. Okay. How so he's a, like so he's a night elf mohawk. Yeah. Um, he's not no, a night he's, elf because first of he's all, also again, five he's five six. foot six. Warren, yeah. Warren Hurley looks like Mr. T, canon. <laughs> I, not really, but okay. British Mr. T. He's he's Mr. T with E-A. Oh, he's Mr. T. Lloyd, I pity the bumbler. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of uh, speaking of uh, tea, I mean, it's actually his name could also be Mr. Soup. They're interchangeable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. All right, so he'd be Mr. High Tea if he were British. Uh, all Sound right. guy laughed. Yeah, fantastic. Breakfast, eating, decide what you're going to do for the day. Are you going to look for Eek? Are you going to go meet with Maheni? Isn't isn't wait? I still thought you two had saving throws to roll because you're eating <laughs> breakfast. Alita is just going to start kind of moving her ham over to Gravy Boat. Oh, making a lot of He will eat it. (laughs) Yeah, she's just going to, like, she basically is just stabbing it and, like, plopping it on his plate. If Mr. Barnes loves one thing in this world aside from wrestling, it is 
ham. <laughs> that explains a lot about who he is as a person. Yeah, my, gra- my gravy boat self-insert is that he doesn't eat, like, country ham. It has to be, like, thick, like, ham steaks, not, like, overly salted. How many seeds? Uh, three. Okay. Yeah, but this is salted ham steak. Yeah, but if it's a ham steak, then it's got thickness to it. If it's just country ham, then it's, like, the really thick... Or thin, excuse me, really thin ham. Are you trying to, like, break my record for number of times saying thick in one episode? <laughs> we don't have to try. I'm just talking about ham. <laughs> Does Alita know Eek's missing? I don't remember. Depends on does. how much she remembers. Yeah, Actually, depends. exactly what you just said is yeah. right. That's yeah, canon. Yeah, she doesn't really know. She doesn't remember a whole lot from... She remembers being on a table and Warren giving her lots of drinks. Those are the things Alita remembers. So we got to go look for Eek today. Anybody feeling like uh, doing that jazz? Where oh. is Mr. Eek? I'm in. I'm on it. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you where he's not. He's not at that healer's hut that he was at earlier. I went and checked that place out last night when I snuck out of bed. I'll go get a search party together. <laughs> and okay, Johannes no. bounds outside. Another, not another search party, no. Wait. Wait, someone go with him, I but not only, me. I can only pretend to be a ghost so many times. <laughs> I'll go that with him. was you? What was me? Meanwhile, <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go with Johannes, because since he and Gravy Boat started connecting. All right, so Johannes yeah. and Boat are out on the search. Yeah, Johannes still has the, the deputy badge. Mm-hmm. All right, so Eek, you are going to wake up, eat your soup. You are comfortable and warm within the fortune teller's tent. This is great. What, what does Eek see looking around the tent? Uh, cushions, blankets. The table set in the center of the place has a crystal ball on it, just like you remember. There are some bookshelves filled with books on divination in its many, many forms and augury. Does Eek see the fortune teller? No. Can I ask, can I ask a quick question? Mm-hmm. Augury. Yes. Question mark. Oh, uh, so augury is a form of fortune telling, um, and I very well might be like super off base with this, but to my understanding, a lot of it is like you see on trails when you kill animals, and that is how you tell. Not off trails. No, yeah. not their off trails. They're on trails. So, so we're actually not digging holes. <laughs> so we Sound guy has some information for me. And just in general, augury is just any type of seeing. Okay, so I just said the same thing twice. That's right. That's right. Divination and augury. It is the same thing. Sure. Yeah. To my, from my memory, and okay, because I was about to say, from my understanding, divination was like stars and math, whereas augury was like cut something open and see where things fall. Which is takes a lot of stars and math. Or roll stuff. Yeah. Or you get a thing that looks sort of like a corkscrew, and you kind of drive it through soil so that it loosens it up. What does that sound like? So I think it's kind of like a yeah, cork being removed. So divination, lame fortune telling, augury, cool fortune telling. Got it. So uh, <laughs> I just want to point out that reading uh, tea leaves is a form of fortune telling. We've already established that tea is soup. Oh God! Please tell me Eek is not going <laughs> to so read his soup. I, I think Ooh. that Eek is going to read soup someday. In yeah. The how about right now? You got some soup right in front of you. Uh, um, how do you think Eek gets his portents? Roll to read soup. Please. I'll tell you once I I've roll I've never my asked for someone to roll higher in my life than right now. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Double 19. <laughs> yes, right. Yeah, so I, I get some, like, really interesting messages as I read my soup. Equal, you you, can you multi-class into Brothmancer? 
So, um, but what I do do... I believe they call those brothels. <laughs> what I decide to do, what Eek decides to do, is clamor over to that crystal ball. And, and dump his soup on top of it. <laughs> well, that's a waste of soup. Eek yeah, would never do yeah, that. Eek wouldn't do that. Come on. Uh, Eek clamors over to that crystal ball and is going to try to peer into it. You see nothing. It doesn't look like it does when you're looking into the crystal ball that you were given. Does it give off any kind of magical aura? Roll Arcana. You have 2d20s right there. Why are you looking for a third one? Because those ones are lucky. Uh, That is going to be a... That's 16. There is definitely some kind of magic to it, but it doesn't feel the same as the crystal ball that you have. Cool. So Eek's then going to kind of go over to the bookshelf and start looking through books. Uh, Do I find anything interesting in those books? Any, say, spells? (laughs) Why do you keep trying to get me to give you spell scrolls through books? Uh, Give him more romance novels. I'm going to tell you right now, the lady that runs this place will not have romance novels in this place. Oh. So uh, Those are at home for her. (laughs) Eek, uh, Eek looks around at the crystal ball. Eek doesn't see anything. Eek goes over to the bookshelf. They don't find anything particularly interesting. You know, some uh, new things. You actually are going to find one thing that is outside of the divination books. Oh, oh, okay. You are going to find a book, um, The Legends of the Black Dragons. I'm going to pull that down. Okay. And go back to my little pile of pillows plop down and crack it on open. All right, so while you... Why is Eek being so smooth? (laughs) Uh, Could you put an egg cracking sound? Thank you. No, please don't make the sound of a book cracking. That'll make me sad. All right, so while Eek is settled in for his morning slash evening of literature, uh, Johannes and Boat, you are out on the town. All right, buddy, this is your search party, so you you take point. I will tell you, the town has become incredibly lively. Um, It looks like a bunch of vendors and performers are setting up for a festival. Mm -hmm. I immediately jump on a box that has been set up by one of the performers uh, so that I have enough height to be at normal height of the crowd around me. The uh, gentleman who looks a little bit like a clown in his face paint and his clothing looks up at you and is like, Hey! I point at the uh, vice captain of the guard captain of Palbar badge and uh, don't worry, I've got this. Roll right now. A 17. All right, yeah, so the clown like kind of raises his hands. Don't want no trouble here. Yes, I know. I'm an academic. People of, but where are we? Oceanvar? Karar. Okay. The the place you're currently in is Karar. The continent you are on is Oceanvar. So technically I was correct. People (laughs) of very macro scale, yes. People of Karashanvarshan. Potion jar. (laughs) People of potion jar. (laughs) It is I, Johannes, one of your champions, here to represent and entertain you, but also to build within you a sense of greatness, inspire you to achieve things even I cannot conceive as an academic who has won a game of chess. Curse. And it is for that reason that I ask you all to help me in my time of need. I am searching for a friend of mine, smaller even than myself, not just in stature, but in awareness of the world, but one who's growing and has chances to become even greater than all of the champions collected here. I speak, of course, of Eek. 
the super-loving, self-caring kobold wizard who is adventuring for justice and learning. As you are making this rather impressive and impassioned speech, you hear a muttering of excitement around the crowd as it begins to part, allowing way for three figures. One is Maheni, the other is the warrior that accompanied you guys to your, you know, Airbnb champion hut, and another is a warrior that you haven't met before. Yes, as you can see, the impassioned words of a friend in need have drawn even more champions because collectively we all understand that finding Eek should be the number one priority. Help me help you help me find Eek. This is one of the champions of Choker and Rall, correct? Manny is turning towards Gravy Boat. <laughs> Gravy Boat just nods. Have you m- lost one of your champions? I mean, we didn't lose him. He's responsible for himself theoretically he just sort of wandered off and we can't find him Hmm. do you need our assistance it would be very helpful yes thank you please i will send my people to look however i am expecting you all at the chief's hut within the hour uh do do you need a description of him he was the small one that came with you all that's right he was he's very small he's very scared you gotta when you see him, you got to approach him very carefully. He was carefully. the one that ran off into the night. Uh, correct. That is why we can't find him. Yes. Yes. I am aware. Okay. Yeah, just be be very careful when you approach him. He can he can be very reactionary sometime. We will see you in an hour. Righto. And she turns and leaves and is followed. They like the the two warriors that were next to him cross behind her so that they are standing on the same sides of her as they leave. And at this point, a crap. I want you to roll, Alon to see what kind of crowd you have drawn. Charisma? Yeah, charisma. Ten. Ten? All right, you've drawn a, you, you've drawn a small crowd of uh, younger people, about maybe three or four More of people. <laughs> three or four? That's a, is that a crowd? I mean, it's a cluster. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can see that you all have nothing to do with your lives and are looking for direction. Let me provide that for you. Why are you trying to start a cult? A role model. Yes! A cult of helping others. I don't like this one bit. Don't help him, sound guy. Gravybutt's just sort of standing off to the side at this point, like, realizing what's going on. He's just, like, <laughs> holding up his hands, backing away, just like, oh. You are supposed to be his chaperone, Boat. I mean, again, personal responsibility. <laughs> He has to, everybody has to take responsibility for themselves. It's not the job of me or the government or anybody to rein them in. <laughs> oh, for the love of God. All right, Johannes, you've, you've, you've gathered your cluster. Let's go find Eek. All right, they're like, yeah! Uh, can they, um, are they, like, how are they dressed? Um, in traditional sort of ocean var garb. Ocean Varb. Ocean Varb. Ocean Garb. For my purposes, what is traditional Ocean Garb? Uh, It's actually more based off the regional, uh, more regional. Uh, These people are clearly from Karar Mm -hmm. because their clothing is more made of like really fine linen and silks uh, rather than the fur and leathers that were worn by the people of Chogren Rall. Mm -hmm. I like how Alon was like, now I know what their dress looks like. I just want to see if you know. That's what that felt like to me. When I heard ocean garb, I was like, it's mostly seashells. There's a little bit of seaweed. Um, There's a couple of, like, well-placed... I mean, if you guys want me to pull out my sketchbooks that I did of all of the costume designs for each individual region... Yeah, throw it on Instagram. Yes, (laughs) Yes, but not right now. Oh, well, don't worry. We're joining the 
former guard captain of Palabar, and we're going to go and put together a competent search party in that right boat. All right. At this point, Gravy Boat, realizing there is no way for him to extricate himself from this, just steps forward. He's like, that's right. We're all going to break up into small teams. We're going to search in a grid pattern. Uh, Fulgurites, uh, just follow your leader and listen to him. So as uh, uh, Johannes announces that the mm-hmm. guard captain of Palabar is there, mm-hmm. you see a half-orc woman in mm-hmm. a silk shawl mm-hmm. uh, with large hoop earrings and blue paint sort of painted under her eyes and an elaborate design sort of walks up to you and tilts her head at you curiously. Mm-hmm. She stands a little bit away from you and kind of crosses her arms looking at you. How long have you had this one in the chamber waiting to use it on me? <laughs> uh, well, you know how they said that every single uh, uh-huh. tribe of uh-huh. Oceanvar competes in the games? Uh-huh. I've been... All right, ready. I pretend not to notice. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I see that you've come to join our search party. Come on. Excuse me? You're obviously interested, and I understand because you have a good heart and you want to do good in this world. Unless, of course, you don't, in which case... You can make that clear now with your intentions and all words. Oh, you're delightful. No, I am curious as to your friend, the guard captain of Palabar, was uh, it? Former, former guard captain of Palabar. And when was your tenure? Uh, what has it been? A few months at this point? A <laughs> yeah, month? I guess, like a month, two yeah. months. Well, my tenure was very brief, I'll admit, and it was right before the fall of Palabar in the riot and the fires. Um, but yes, I, I uh, stepped in uh, after speaking with the Viscount. Uh, I stepped in and took over uh, the guard, the Palabar guard, after the guard captain was killed. And I, uh, I tried to lead the people and save them toward the end of the fire. You actually, I remember you saving a lot of people's lives, uh, which was actually very impressive because it was very chaotic. I think you even put out some fires. I don't. I did, I did. What I was do bit, you mean the fall of Palabar? Uh, well, you know, there was that giant fire after the Viscount tried to uh, tried to eradicate the city of Rags. Uh, the what with the what? Uh, all the homeless folks that live in the sewers. Uh, that is not where my concern was. Uh-huh. But Palabar it, has been destroyed? It's not like totally destroyed, but there was a pretty bad riot and the city was on fire. Everything I've heard since then sounds like they're on the road to recovery, but I haven't been back. We haven't we haven't got a newspaper. The Daily Crier hasn't come yet. If you could tell them to deliver one to the Airbnbs, mm-hmm. I know they're not usually occupied, but we'd appreciate it. Can you describe this person to me again? Uh, she's a half-orc woman mm-hmm. uh, with a silk shawl sort mm-hmm. of wrapped around her head. She has big gold hoop earrings. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has blue paint sort of painted under her eyes in a sort of elaborate design. Okay. Um, and her hair is a big black braid that sort of comes over her shoulder. Mm-hmm. Well, Gravy Boat, seeing sort of where this conversation's going, he gets sort of a wry smile on his face and extends a hand. He's like, the name's Barnes. Charles Gravy Boat <laughs> Barnes. Uh, to whom do I have the pleasure of meeting? My name is Shalor, and Shalor. I am the champion of Palabar. Shalor. Meanwhile. Yeah. <laughs> Shalom. <laughs> What? Yeah, that's a lovely name. My grandmother's name was Shalor. You're just gonna start like pulling out family. Is that the is that the one that is uh, distantly related to uh, the dragons? That's right. Yeah, yeah. Just wanted to bring that back. Half orc, half dragon. You never know. Yeah, yeah. My my grandmother, she was one 
Sixteenth dragon. Yeah, in thirty seconds. <laughs> I thought it was one sixty fourth. No, gravy boat's one sixty fourth. So his, his right. mother or father would have been one thirty second, yeah. and then his grandfather. Oh, yeah, he did math. Yeah, oh, would have been that's, that's some real advanced math. Advanced dungeon yeah. master math, right there. <laughs> I wasn't expecting real math. I was just expecting butt math. What? When you pull it, when you pull the numbers out of your Cobalt. last minute to make it sound like it's really effective. That's also real dungeon master math, right yeah. there. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so he's just like, he extends his hand to try to greet her. She is going to kind of look at it and raise her eyebrow. I will see you at the games then. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, what are your what are your events that you're competing in? There is not a choice. Oh, it's not like that. All right. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I actually, I'm a champion as well, uh, but I'm, uh, I, you know, because of my, my athletic background, I didn't think that it was fair for me to be, to, you know, to compete, but they asked me to step in at the last minute and cover for someone. Because you can't, I'm certain you don't remember, uh, the tribe you're covering for is called Odra. Thank you. I was going to talk around that. I, I knew you were. I, I could see you struggling. I saw the fear in your yeah. eyes and I was like, no, nah, it's called Odra. Yeah. 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 I'm, uh, I'm the champion of Odra. I see. Mm-hmm. I will see you at the games. You tell, and your loud friend. Tell you, you what. Should cap, you should catch him. He is running. I'll go after him in a minute. I want to talk to you <laughs> for another second. Uh, so tell you what. How about this? Uh, if uh, if I beat you, uh, I'll buy you a drink. And if you beat me, you can buy me a drink. I do not have a desire to buy you a drink at this time. And I do not have concern that you will beat me. Johannes runs up well, and he places big clown noses on each of you. He's already wearing one. He's like, quick, they're after us. <laughs> and he runs by and the four kids behind him also have clown noses and the clowns are in the background just running after him. What nightmare? What nightmare is Johannes's life? He turns around and goes, honk, honk. <laughs> Train coming through. As we start, what's the woman's name again? Uh, Shalom. Shalur. Shalur. Uh, as, as Johannes comes and just sort of sweeps me up in this river of people that he's got going with him, I just look at her. I was like, sending me <laughs> as we walk away. Two boats passing in the night. <laughs> oh, for the love of all of the gods. Mm-hmm. So we're going to squeak on over to Solinar and Alita. Oh, so um, weird stuff happened yesterday you should probably know about. What, okay. what is What is the... um. Silver dragon priests and priestesses, or I guess metallic dragons in general. What is, what is their association with Karar? I am not familiar that we had any. Oh. Silver dragons don't tend to live in deserts, so most of their worship is centered around Alaria and Talair, the more temperate regions. That's fair. I, I, the reason I ask is that Maheni seems to know all about us as a group. And our mission. Well, that's a concern. I mean, that's how the rest of the party felt. But the way I see it is, our, our enemies don't know that we're coming. That's part of why. It's part of why we're the group that we are, right? Like, it's not like we're trumpeting around that we're on a holy mission and whatnot. I so, mean, other than you're talking about it with this borderline stranger right there. The borderline stranger that's making my hangover feel better. Yeah, I think they're probably good. But the, the fact that Mahani knew stuff... Before we said anything, I feel like, I feel like... You think she's an ally? I think she's got some sort of inside scoop. I don't know if she's strictly an ally or if she's got, like, her own, her own plans for the holy mission and stuff. I don't, I don't know. I figured you should know, because it's, I, it's probably important. 
Yes, that's incredibly important. And oh, oh, the sudden seriousness made my head hurt. Um, okay, we need to get everybody together and we need to figure out, are, are we going to, are, are we speaking to her? Are we, are we she, running out of town? She said something about wanting to speak with all of us at some point. I'm, I don't remember when. Is it a trap? But I don't know. Well, you're you're the trap person. No, I check I find, for traps. I find physical traps. I don't find metaphorical traps. But you're good at the schemes and the uh, duplicity, right? That's I'm, that's a that's a thing for I, crime. I'm good at making schemes. I don't know that I'm good at detecting schemes so much. I'm usually on the other side of the scheming. So that's. I, I might need you over the course of this mission to develop that skill, Solinar. It sounds like a big, big blind spot that that's not something you have. I, I usually count on boat for that kind of stuff. Okay, well then we need boat. Okay. Well, he and Johannes are looking for Eek. We need to be looking for Eek. Um, actually, I wanted to ask you, where are you with that? Uh, I mean, I'm unhappy. All right, maybe a little more in-depth in than that. Look, the my understanding was that Eek is part of the prophecy, Boat's part of the prophecy, I'm part of the prophecy. Mm -hmm. So if, we, if we're going to pull this off, we need at least the four of us. And Johannes has been incredibly helpful, so I imagine he's at least tertiarily a part of it. I don't know. Like, maybe he's just not in, in frame during the prophecy. I don't, I don't know. But so... We're, we've been dealt the hand that we have. Uh, would I like Eek to be a more functional member of the party? Sure. But I don't know how we get him there. So. I don't either. And I think that I've messed up a little bit on this. In what way? I've been coddling Eek a lot. I mean, yeah, but I don't know. It felt like somebody needed to be on his side. It's not like any of the rest of us. Well, Johannes was. Yeah, but I feel like if if I hadn't been, then he wouldn't have felt emboldened to come into my tent, and he would still be able to see. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put too much of that on yourself. He made his own choices. He brought himself to where he's at right now, wherever he's at right now. Uh, I realize he may not be as experienced as some of our adventuring party, but I will note that you are also not as experienced as some of our adventuring party, and you tend to at least voice your opinion and not just wander off on your... Oh, wait a minute. You do have a tendency to wander off on your own, don't you? I I thought that I would be more helpful in applications outside of what you were doing. Yep, maybe don't don't just do things. Maybe communicate. Commun communication I've, is a is thing that I'm This is my first holy mission, Solinar. I'm... Yeah. How many holy missions do you think I've been on, Alita? You think I've been on all kinds of holy missions? <laughs> you think I've just been roaming the countryside doing holy missions all over the place? I think you've been doing more questy things. Yeah, I've been I've been doing whole missions where I put holes in things with my sword. I would have the door breaks open. <laughs> beep, beep, here comes the sheep. Hello. <laughs> oh, God. So Johannes and his swarm of people that he has gathered all come piling in to the, 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 the house. And Warren just looks up and he's like, well, damn, are we having a party? Party. Party. I brought a clown nose for you. Here's one for you too, Elita. I didn't get one for you, Sol, and all the clowns chased me away first. Oh, God, don't even say the words party around here. Party! Oh, no, no. 
All right, we're gonna need we're gonna need some beer. Oh, don't worry. Isn't it still like nine in the morning or something? <laughs> I've got you it's covered. Like 10. And Johannes pulls out this huge clown shoe. Like it's full of clown juice. I will pass. <laughs> That's gross. Look, I might. I've been called a clown a lot of times in my life. And that's my line, right there. Ominous thunder. (laughs) (laughs) My line, my line, right there. Like, look, if it was champagne out of a diva's shoe, then maybe we could talk. But gross clown foot sweat is my line. Well, I've got good news for you. One, this isn't a shoe. It's a fake. Look, and he pulls the shoe out, and it's just a flask, and he's like. And it's full of orange juice. It's very good for you. It's vitamin C and it prevents scurvy. Also, we couldn't find Eek. We yelled around town for a long time. and um, But then the clowns chased us out. What kind of orange juice, Johannes? With pulp. Because you've misidentified things as orange juice before. <laughs> Sounds, I have never done such a thing. I ne- Johannes always gets a negative when it comes to identifying orange juice. He uh, always rolls at disadvantage. I know what orange juice looks like, and whatever you were serving the other day, which was fruity and delicious, thank you, was not orange juice. Look, just have some of it. It's obviously orange juice. And Johannes hands it to you. You so, look at me like Solinar, I'm going to be able to tell you what is in the flask of Johannes. I already rolled. So, I know it's in there. Solinar <laughs> smells the flask. Do I need to roll for no, that to no, identify? No, uh, you... Uh, it's mostly you get kind of the metal of the flask, but you also taste def- or smell definitely something citrus. No, what doesn't kill you? And Solinar will like drop a swig. It's be straight lemon juice. Straight lemon extract. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I rolled a I rolled a five on my identify on that. Mm. So mm. you know, See, like, as somebody who has drank straight lemon juice and finds it delightful. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Solinar is not quite the uh, citrus head that some of us at the table might be. And so his face is going to just like shrivel up and he's going to be like. I know it's really sour for orange juice, but it's also got, it's it's so citric. Why would you serve this to anyone? It was in a clown shoe. (laughs) Oh, someone give me water or something. Alita's just going to hand him her canteen. Would like. Would juice in a clown shoe, would it be like there's way more juice in there than you could reasonably expect? Like <laughs> the like juice the just decant- keeps coming out? It's, it's the sh- it, Instead of the decanter of endless water, it's the shoe of endless citrus juice. Juice, Juicy shoe. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> juicy Jew. Real juice for real adventurers. Shoot. Uh, juice. Juice in a clown shoe would be a good album name. Shoes. All right. Eek. Yeah. You, uh, all right, then. You're So it's been about an hour or so that you've been flipping through this book, and it's all tales of, like, times where black dragons have won in wars or carried their armies to victory, priests and priestesses of the black dragons who have accomplished great deeds. Now, none of them are particularly noble, but all of them are victorious and glorious. What uh, did you nat 20 on just now? I just wanted to roll to see if... Uh... I picked up on whether or not they were no, kind of noble or not. Yeah, they're not noble. Okay. Their their whole dealio is uh, victory, not nobility. But are they kind of victories that I would care about? I mean, 
thefts of great magical items for the hordes. Like there, there's a lot of stuff of like powerful mages in service of black dragons, but that would be more. There, there's not like a particular war that you learned about in high school that you're like, oh, they were the turning sure. tide cool. of the battle of Nurmagomedov. Eek! Have they told you the story of Darth Plagueis <laughs> the Wise? We made yeah, that joke. Already, we made that joke last episode. <laughs> but, but so, so they would only have told you this last episode. <laughs> Eek is definitely interested in these stories about like acquiring magical power and sort of well seeing how how these mages have kind of controlled the world around them. And you you see that in the service of black dragons, black priests, and black priestesses have acquired powers. You also see that there are some notes about how particularly devoted dragon priests are able to use the breath weapon of their dragon. Um, so Eek finishes or he probably doesn't quite finish reading the entire book because it's probably a pretty big It's tome. pretty dense. But he, he's he's uh, but Eek's like what he's Eek likes what they've read uh sort of pique their interest so he closes the book for now and looks around still doesn't see the fortune teller so he yells out hello hello is anybody here i am here where so relative to the direction i'm facing where did that voice come from (laughs) sitting at the table by the crystal ball she was not there when you first looked ah ah Wait, what? Did you come in while I was reading the book? I did. You looked like you were having such a wonderful time. I didn't want to disturb you. Oh, thank you. This book, it's interesting. I I don't really, I I had never read these stories before. You wouldn't have. Many of them have been destroyed. The books that talk about the black dragons in that way. Wait, why? Do you know what happened 300 years ago? No, I I actually don't know much about history. Well, there was a war between the metallic and the chromatic dragons. And ultimately, the chromatic dragons won. But much of their history was destroyed by priests and priestesses and followers of the metallic. So wait, why, why did they want to destroy the metallic dragons? Why did the chromatic want to destroy the metallic dragons? Yeah. Metallic dragons are creatures of order, of imposing their rules on everyone else. The chromatic dragons don't want to follow those rules, so they fought for their freedom. But... Miss Alita seems to to want the the metallic dragons to come back because she says they're good. Well, when you agree with everything that they say, or you believe in their rules and enforcing them on everyone else, then yes, I'm certain they seem very good. Some people believe that everyone else should be making their own decisions. As a libertarian... (laughs) This is now the temptation of gravy boat. <laughs> what should I, I? I I don't know what I should be doing now, because I I I was sort of on this kind of 
this like quest. And and I think we're doing we're gonna help the metallic dragons. So but are, are you saying that's not what should happen? So the fortune teller takes off the cloth wrap of her hair and this like long gold this beautiful long golden blonde hair just sort of falls out. She looks very, very different than she did when you first walked in. And she just kind of leans over and she's, Well, ultimately, whatever you want to do is going to be your choice. But I think that bringing the metallic dragons back would do nothing but force their will on everyone else. I think you can do better, Eek. Eek looks at this fortune teller and Eek looks back at this book and sort of sits for a minute. I, I just... I, I just don't know. You told me once before that your friends were... What was it? Disloyal to you? Well, they just... They were supposed to come back and they just left. And they're the reason and they you're don't... blind, aren't they? Well, yeah, I... I guess so. Maybe is a little my fault, but I mean, had they just let me keep this uh, this this vase, this bottle, you know, none of that would have happened. From what you're telling me, it really does seem like they're forcing their will on you. They're not letting you do what you want to do. They're not letting you do what you think is right. I is that. Is that really what's what's happening? I can't speak for them, Eek. And I can't speak for you. Everyone's done that enough, haven't they? Eek's eyes kind of... His e- unseeing, e- useless eyes. Yeah, sorry. E- Eek's eyes shift where they would towards the direction, and so do Squeak's eyes at the same time. <laughs> shift towards uh, uh, this fortune teller's eyes. And there's a moment of eye contact... She looks familiar to you. How familiar? Roll. What? What is? Oh, no. She looks familiar, but you can't quite place from where. Okay. Um. So, do you mind if I I stay here for for a time? Of course, but it won't be long before I have to leave. Would you want to come with me? I. Let me... It is all your choice, Eek. Uh, I'm just going to stay here for now, and I'll let you know. I I, I don't... Eek, Eek, there is no pressure. Just keep me informed, all right? Uh, okay. I will be here. Okay, Um, I guess I'll be here too. And Eek grabs that book again. And goes to read more of it. And now that the Star Wars <laughs> laughter has abated. So back to you guys are um, at your, again, I can't think of anything better to call it now than the champion Airbnb. Um, you all are there. You finished your breakfast. I'm assuming that Warren has shooed out the party people of Johannes's collection. What shoe did he use? Uh, the clown shoe that you filled with citrus. And I'm okay with that. <laughs> Because a it, it was informed to Warren that a search party is not actually a party. Well, I mean, it depends on 
It depends on how you go about it. Did I ever tell you guys the story of Dart Plague the Wizard? <laughs> was, he uh, was bad at theft. I swear to God, I'm going to have falling rocks just come out of the sky and kill all of you. But for real, though, we should probably meet with Mahani. Who? The, the war chief, chief, the village chief. I don't know. One of the four great chiefs of Oshenvar. The chief chief. Yeah, that that one. One of the four great chiefs. Right. The She's p- not the one. She is one of four. Whatever right. happened one to Magellan? Was chiefs. he here? Uh, Velen? I haven't seen him in quite some time. I also haven't seen Velen pretty much since we arrived in Karar. He got Judy Winslowed. <laughs> <laughs> one of the four great chiefs. Not the great chief. She is one of four. Right, but, like, each tribe in the area has got their own, like, tribal chief, right? So yes. since she's one of the four great chiefs, she's like a chief chief. Sure, she is one of the four of those. Okay, well, then those are also chief chiefs. There's she's like four a, chief chiefs. She's like a three-star chief, and the rest of them are, like, brigadier chiefs. Right. Sure, whatever that means. A quarter-staff so, chief. No, I think that's a kind of sandwich. So, meet her going? The, to do? I have a feeling we don't really have a choice. I mean, she did give us the Airbnb. This is true. I we also... could pack our things and run out of here if you guys think it's dangerous. Aw, oh, but I don't want to miss the games. Think of all the people... Uh, think of all the people who are counting on the champions. We did tell them that we would champion them in Alita. If we are anything, we are people of our word. Yeah, the people of uh, uh, Ross or whatever it's called are counting on me. Also... Odra. Uh, Bob Ross. Not even close. Also, how untrustworthy can the person who hosts the games really be? Like, they've got to be a fairly neutral party, right? I am not sure that's sound logic. But is it sound logic? Is she fairly neutral? Will our heroes uh, ever find out uh, where the orange juice is actually stashed? Find out next time on... Johannes, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, man. You've been just getting weird all day, man. Stealing clown noses, drinking out of shoes, yeah. monologuing to nobody. You know, it's, it's been a day where I just, I feel so imbibed by the energy around us. I keep kind of falling into some sort of semblance of as if I'm almost the speaker for a greater entity. Maybe soon. I mean, that checks out for me. Yeah. So let's go meet Mahani. <laughs> if it's not a sad, sweaty dungeon, are we really recording? Yeah, it's true. Sad, it sweaty to... dungeons. <laughs> sad, sweaty dungeons is our uh, new podcast. Sad, sweaty leather daddies. No, sad, sweaty dungeons is no. the is the after dark podcast where we talk about stuff like soup versus cereal. Sad, sweaty dungeons is the name of our new house. Ooh. Yeah, because y'all say yes. see one out. That and, was about uh, what it was. Yeah, it was very sad and sweaty. It was very dungeon. sweaty. I, w- I, w- I was literally like, I can't live like this. 